Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mangum Talks. After a long wait, we are back with an episode of a shared dinner. We're doing shared dinner again. We have the brain trust here at Mangum Talks. We got my buddy, my pal, my co-host on the Lasso Lowdown, as well as a multitude of other podcasts. Spencer, how you doing? Doing well, man. How about you? I am doing great today. And then we've got Levi. Levi, what's happening? Not a whole lot. And then BJ of Mangum Reads fame. BJ, what's up? Not too much. Enjoying the day. Surviving after last night. Uh, yeah, he says that because last night I ordered him food and we will get to that and more. Thank you all for joining us here at Mangum Talks. If you like hearing us talk, that's great. You probably do because you clicked on this podcast. So just go to your favorite podcast provider, whatever you're listening to, to this podcast. And right now type in Mangum Talks. Those are the keywords. If you type in Mangum Talks, all of our podcasts will show up. You've got TV review podcasts that Spencer and I do, general talk podcasts that we've done in the past. You got the digital book club with uh, Mangum Reads, chapter by chapter reread of Harry Potter, all kinds of great stuff. Just type in Mangum Talks and you'll get all of our content. So with the housekeeping out of the way, we did shared dinner. BJ, do you want to read the score? Who got what? Who gave who what? Um, yeah, um, I can do that. So um, as as we uh, alluded to earlier on, uh, you bought me dinner. I bought BJ um, dinner. Which was, was uh, a lot of fun, I will say. Um, I got Levi dinner, which was a little bit more interesting now that, um, I'm going to say that, that you're out in the boonies, uh, or should we, should we say sticks a little bit more, uh, no longer in the, the heart of, uh, the lovely city of Boston. Um, um, but, but I think we made out, uh, Levi got dinner for Spencer and mm. to round it all out, Spencer got dinner for Terry. Great. Um, do we want to start let's not bury the lead. Uh, let's talk about what BJ got right away. Um, and, and how this happened, because I, I think how this happened is, is really <laughs> mm-hmm. where some of the gold shines. Sure. I'll talk about it. So um, I had this thought that I was going to get BJ something that was sort of a joke, right? Not really a joke, but something that would be weird for him. That would be funny. So, but I felt guilty. So because I felt guilty, I got him two bubble teas to start with. So he just got an independent order from a place called Milk Lab here in lovely Durham, North Carolina, a bubble tea, very tasty told me today that he liked it. That was my peace offering. Then the second part of the meal came. Go ahead. So, so initially I hear tell it was going to be Jamaican, but yes. you happen to be on a call with, with <laughs> the, the dashedly evil genius that is Spencer um, Absolutely. and plans Spencer, changed a little bit. Spencer and I were about to record the Lasso Lowdown. If you haven't heard it, you like Ted Lasso, go check it out. The Lasso Lowdown. We were recording our episode one day after the episode airs. We're good about that podcast professionals. <laughs> and we were recording our pod review podcast on a Saturday. I, on my Grubhub app, flipping through, about to order him some Jamaican, because I'm thinking, eh, that's probably fine. Offhandedly mentioned to Spencer. Hey, Spencer, getting him Jamaican. I think he'll like it. You know, I almost got him Cracker Barrel. Skirt! Spencer stopped me <laughs> and said, wait a second. What'd you say? I said, I've almost got him Cracker Barrel. He said, man, you should have done that. I said, well, I haven't clicked order yet. So the two of us devised a devised a plan to send him Cracker Barrel. And I'll tell you this, Spencer was very helpful in the process because not only did he give me the confidence to order the Cracker Barrel, he also helped me with the order itself because I didn't really, I, I was like, what should I get? And Spencer's like, well, if it's Cracker Barrel, you got to go chicken and dumplings. You got to go fried chicken. You got to go <laughs> chicken fried steak. Like, yeah, play the hits, Terry. Play the hits. <laughs> uh it, it was, there was just, you say a record scratch. There was a record scratch in my mind the moment you said that it's like, well, there's just no further discussion needed. We have found what the food is going to be. Cracker Barrel is going to BJ tonight. And, and then, yeah. 
Can you give us, can you give us the explanation you gave me? Cause you said you had very specific thoughts of how BJ should or shouldn't react to this. I, I, the thoughts were just crystallized. I was, I, I said that <laughs> if BJ knows it's Cracker Barrel, he will object on principle. If he tries it first, he will like it because it's good food. And then BJ, while we were still talking, you just sent a picture of just the bag. <laughs> Didn't even open the food. It was just the bag with the giant logo. And we just started cracking up. It's like, okay, there's no hiding what the hell it is. We've got an $80 limit. I'm here to tell you, 80 bucks goes a long way at Cracker Bro. <laughs> it does. Um, it goes in interesting places. Um, I will say... Um, you know, I might have to uh, send some notes to how Cracker Barrel packs their stuff for delivery. Um, putting uh, vanilla ice cream and uh, all of the hot food in together in a big bag doesn't work so well. Um, you That's get s- some very warm vanilla soup with a little uh, uh, matzo ball of, of what, what purports to be vanilla ice cream, but... but uh, it was, it was kind of interesting, like opening things up and trying to figure out what it was because the outside was warm. And so there, there was no like immediate, like that's what this is. Uh, but a quick smell got me there. Um, so let's see, it was four pieces of fried chicken, basically a half chicken. Um, yeah. That was top notch. Um, I will say. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. So, so we've, we've done fried chicken a couple of times. Um, this arrived crispy. Like it wasn't super warm, but it was still very crispy. Uh, well seasoned, no complaints. Um, upset, upset central. I've, I've had better fried chicken. Like I'm not going to say this is the best fried chicken that I've ever had, but, but you you liked it. you know, it was good fried chicken. There we go. Um, the biggest problem that Cracker Barrel had hands down was, how things uh, travel and uh, the textures that they generate when they travel. So, um, base, so, so the, the gravy that arrives, uh, presumably for the biscuits, the chicken, and possibly other things so was- I can, Let me pause you right there. This you is don't... what I enjoy. The gravy <laughs> arrived and he had to presume what it was for, why? Separate container of gravy. Yeah, separate um, container of gravy, the same size as the mashed potatoes. I'm going to just call this one out, BJ. Don't run for 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 office in a in a southern state because the answer is gravy is for whatever the hell you want to put it on. Um, it there's on no everything. presuming of what you want. Like you got got some some crappy green beans. Uh, throw some gravy on it and make it better. Uh, sure, but but it wasn't it wasn't clear like if it was supposed to be for something since it was one container and like just just how it was packaged. You know, just setting the scene. Anyway. However, hilarious that it was a separate whole container of gravy. It was solid. Like literally I flipped it upside down and nothing Mm. happened. That's good gravy right there. Wow. Mm, No. You should should not be able to, you you should not have to cut gravy with a knife to get some of it out. I then microwaved it. (laughs) I then microwaved it, hoping that it would then return to some semblance of a pourable gravy rather than a cuttable gravy. Um, it hardened and <laughs> did not did did not succeed in that. So then I figured I'd add some boiling water, um, and it was basically you know I just watered a rock. There 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 was boiling water right you around boiling it, cubes that you dropped essentially in boiling water. I, I swear to God, the more I mess with this gravy, the harder it got. It it, it you know like a non Newtonian fluid kind of deal. Like awesome. it it just 
it, it went off off the scale. It was it was not consumed. I'm sad to say, like nothing was done with it. It because it just got satirist after we went there. Um, the Before next you move on from that. Um, yeah. Bob question: uh, Is do you still have it, or did you throw it out? Uh, it, it I believe it did get thrown out. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. That's a that's a good Friday uh, or, or or like Sunday evening. Figure out how to reconstitute this gravy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah like just work on it just, you know just figure it out toss it toss it in a pot and, and fair enough um if i didn't this. have plans this evening that that could have been something to uh to play around with Double i'm gonna broiler. say this if you if you what you're telling me is true that's bad gravy like let's let's all like agree like you, you shouldn't be able to take the gravy and flip the cup over and it hold like it's a yeah. damn mcflurry or whatever yes um and yes you, you so, so that was just a thing Usually you can reconstitute it though. Usually you add a little bit of water, you warm it up, it will come back to a useful product. This seemed stubbornly incapable of that from BJ's description. I think that if I had added water and put it in a larger container and worked at mixing it through and then heated it up, I might've had a chance, but as soon as I microwaved it, it it was just gone. Yeah, that, that's not good. That's a bad. I'm gonna do that um, so let's see. The two other mains that I got were chicken fried steak Woo. Um, and chicken and dumplings. Um, chicken fried steak, again, um, I, I'm, it is what it is. You know, it, it, it's not going to ever be great food, but it, it was good. You know, it was fine. The, the gravy on it had only partially congealed. So, you know, it moved around and, and was edible. Machine. Um, Machine on top. Mm, no, it, it, it was uh, like cake icing, like like there was like a, a, a quarter to half inch, yeah. like, okay, we, we have different definitions of sheen, but gotcha. Um, this was hearkening back to what the point of chicken fried steak is, mm. to cover up bad meat. And they did a good enough job that it did. So, you know, perfectly reasonable thing in the world. It, you know, it was tasty. It, it was it was a good BJ thing in the world. BJ with the hard truths for Southerners. It's a tough uh, truth. I'm just imagining BJ at a at a at a house party, and he's like, his review of it is, "You did a great job covering up bad meat." <laughs> you get you did a great job serving a cheap a cheap cut of the animal. Thank you. It's really not a criticism. There are entire you know categories of cuisine that are built around hiding a tough cut of meat, and it can make all, great products. all of French cuisine right. and basically any stew. Like it, that's what it is. Anyway, that's right. So, um, and then. We, get, we got to the chicken and dumplings and I had some and I enjoyed it more than a normal person would have because, because of what had happened in transport, it had the texture of a Korean, almost Korean rice cake. So it was like dukboki, like the, the, mm-hmm. the steamed yep. Korean rice cakes. I've had chicken and dumplings otherwise and it's never been that consistency. So it was had really thorough entertainment value, but... I don't think that's the intended uh, texture of, of the dish. I have a question for Levi. Levi, the, the chicken and dumplings that he's talking about, I mean, you know what I'm talking, you know what that dish is, right? When you grew when growing up where you grew up, did you ever hear anybody call that chicken pot pie? Yeah. That, yeah, that's some strange shit that Eastern North Carolina does. So that chicken and dumplings that you, you see with the, you know, the, the almost like, like pastry noodles or something that they cut with the gravy and the, they call it chicken pot pie in Eastern North Carolina. Okay. The the chicken pot pie, the, the real chicken pot pie, um, my mom had never had. <laughs> Didn't know what it was. So so for like 60 years of her life, she called this thing chicken pot pie. And I had to had to explain to her it was chicken and dumplings. 
Um, so let's see. Then there was a vegetable soup, um, which you could tell came from a can, but I'm perfectly happy with that. I've, I have done that before. Um, the mashed potatoes were unremarkable mashed potatoes. Um, the, uh, then there were two desserts. There was an apple cinnamon thing. Uh, supposed to be cobbler. There was a peach cobbler. Okay. Um, but, but, and that, that, the peaches were preschool peaches. And so I, like, I have a, a place in my heart for preschool peaches. And so I did enjoy that. The apple cinnamon, um, thing was not something that I'm a fan of. I, I'm pretty sure even you, Terry, with your, your love for full sugar applesauce might find this a little bit sweet. Um, but but yeah, overall, I can't complain, uh, or I can, but surprise, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed many of the things. They, they do Southern food well, or, or at least well, well enough that, you know, it travels reasonably well and everything else. And again, fried chicken, I was surprised at how well it traveled. So, so I don't know, but well, um, gotta say, and, it's but, a bit of an yeah, upset the, for me. The, those milk lab iced teas were surprisingly good. They were, they were really interesting. Um, yes, I, I, I understand that this marks a, a failure for you, but um, I mean, there, there were, I think you would have appreciated my reaction to the apple cinnamon thing and, and just marveling at the, uh, the gravy, but. Well, there I was also an option for a, like a double chocolate molten cake that they made with Coca-Cola. Um, but I just remember you saying you like fruit desserts. So I went with the fruity desserts. Um, no, this is not a, this is not a failure for me because when okay. I send you crap, when I send you this stuff, basically what I'm trying to do is give you a little Americana. Yeah. How the, how the, how the other half lives, you know, PJ. Gotcha. Um, and the fact that you liked it. Okay. Is, uh, is kind of a big win for, for middle America here. I mean, also it's just, it, this is, this is worth any effort that goes into making this is just the picture of BJ with a, a, a Cracker Barrel uh, bag. And just imagine <laughs> Mr. BJ chowing into that. It was it was entirely worth it. Um, no amount of work is 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 too much for that. Um, I'm glad BJ that 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 you enjoyed it. I'm glad you're you're getting a taste of uh, you know the 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 model minority or the how the other half lives. Um, Spencer, when's the last time you've been in Cracker Barrel? Is that like a Thursday night for you down in Florida um, or? No, it's been a couple of years, but I've always enjoyed it. It's it's one of those places you can go into and you just know exactly what you're going to get. It's predictable, reliable, tasty food. It's no thr- it's no thrills. You're not going there for hot, fine dining, but if you want some decent Southern food, you know where to find it. Terry, I, I guess we lost Terry. Um, I was going to say, so I think Cracker Barrel for you is what Iron Skillet is for me. There, there, yeah, sure. That, that, and... that I can imagine that this fall in the same category. Well said. <laughs> Um, for, for those of you who okay, haven't been, been blessed by, <laughs> by the, uh, the knowledge of what iron, iron skillet, skillet is, it is a, uh, truck stop restaurant that, um, at least the, the last time I was there, um, served ridiculous amounts of meat for not particularly mm-hmm. expensive. And especially for the price, it was good. Like yeah, it, these are not the best steaks that you're going to have, but if you're p- paying, under 20 bucks for like a pound and a half T-bone, like you shouldn't be expecting, you know, prime, you know, 60 day age meat, but it's good. Yeah, I, last, 
I, I think that's entirely unfair. Spencer, you don't approach uh, going to uh, uh, Cracker Barrel for, uh, as a way to get like three tons of, uh, of mashed potatoes. But, but this like, is, BJ, you look, I, I, I know what I'm going to get and, and it's okay. You know what you're going to get from a Wendy's? No, no. You approach Iron Skillet as I'm. I'm going to eat more meat that is that is healthy. Um, whereas Spencer goes <laughs> goes to Cracker Barrel and thinks maybe I'll get get some nice sides as well as my uh, chicken fried steak or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, fair distinction. Iron that, that, a, that is fair. Iron Skillet's a fun place. I've been there twice. I think with you, BJ, when we were going up and down to uh, Florida. Um, but yeah. Pulling at the parking lot and then arriving in the pl- right inside the restaurant and saying that it was us truckers and like twenty highway patrol guys was like this is a different kind of place that I've been in before. This is a proper truck stop kind of place. Oh Iron yeah, Skillet is really old school because they advertise like the come on in for the fifteen ninety nine steak dinner. Like you know the idea of like advertising a steak dinner that's old school, man. Like that that takes you back to. And it comes with like mm-hmm. baked potato, if I remember correctly. Like it's the it normal ass food. sides. It, it, yep. it was t- it was it was simple, but it was tasty. Um, so Terry, we were, we were talking about when the last time uh, you had been to a Cracker Barrel. Ooh, maybe two years. But I haven't road done. A, I haven't done. A, I, I usually go to Cracker Barrel on road trips, and uh, yeah. I haven't oh, yeah. haven't done road oh, trips. Yeah. I really enjoy. I'm so basic. I really enjoyed the little gift store. Um, <laughs> The Cracker Barrel gift store on the okay. way. Yep. So, so if you had to choose a gift store, the iron, the one in the Iron Skillet truck stop or Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel for Barrel. sure. Yeah, Cracker okay. Barrel for sure. Um, I, I actually have been to Cracker Barrel before and waited to put my name on the list because I didn't want to get called in too fast because I was really enjoying the little gift store. Uh, I'm a sucker for a gift store. Like you take me to a museum, I blow through the museum to get to the museum gift shop. That's that's my thing. But uh, yeah, I typically go to Cracker Barrel on road trips like most Americans. And when I go, um, I, I just I caution to the wind. It's it's usually it's usually fried chicken. Sometimes uh, I'll get their hamburger, which is usually kind of sad. Uh, but the but the fried chicken always tasty. Um, and I will say for me, I, I think I've been to a Cracker Barrel once before. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Not not a hundred percent on that one. What'd you think of the gift shop? Pretty dope, right? I I think I was seven. <laughs> I I don't have concrete like memories of the gift shop. <laughs> All right. Well, Lee, given that you bought from BJ, what did you get this time around? Uh, well, first off, um, it looked like it wasn't going to come. Yeah, that was stressful. So the Grubhub driver called and said, "Hey, we're here because Spencer gave my number, obviously, because it's coming to me. So we're <laughs> here, but the restaurant doesn't have a." record of the order and then then stopped answering my calls after that uh so i i thought it wasn't coming i was planning a pizza salad run you know big pizza big salad situation um for saturday night it did show up however uh, About a lot 35 of, minutes late so i almost wonder if they made it fresh or something uh they did they uh i i don't mean to uh to be mean to the um the attempt i don't think it was made fresh uh <laughs> uh it, is, it was a kind order, but at the arepas, we got, I got a lot of arepas basically. And uh, they'd been sitting a while. So the, the bread was super soggy um, for most of them. I think there was maybe one that held up to sandwich form. The rest of them were a fork and knife situation. Although there was some bowls. And I gotta say, I really like what we're doing with bowls recently, just as a society. Like I like the idea of the rice bowl, the salad bowl, the taco bowl, all that really solid. Because uh, there was a couple rice bowls with the protein and the guacamole and the plantains and the beans. That shit rules. I like that a lot. So two questions. One, was it guasaca? Yes. It was guasaca. Okay. Uh, the second question is, how much sauce 
until you will not eat it because at a certain point it becomes a soup or as, as Levi knows, it's a salad no matter what, but at a certain point it becomes a soup and, and we know your uh, strong opinions about soups. Uh, it's if, a, if you have to ladle. Okay. If there's a ladling that has to occur, uh, then, I, then I call it a soup. I had I received nothing that was soup like I did. They have good chicken nuggets. I I don't, I don't know if that like makes, I, I sound like <laughs> such a fucking basic American this podcast, but their chicken you, nuggets are really good. <laughs> your your only instructions to me were send me lots of protein, and so I saw that they had separate side orders of just four ounces of random things. So I said send him some extra four ounces of crispy chicken. See how that Loved goes. It. Love the chicken nuggets. There was the there was a mock Chick Fil A sauce that they've done, or they they've obviously. Than an attempt at Chick-fil-A sauce, which was really good. I typically like arepas. I don't think arepas travel real well. I don't, th- I don't think that's a real, I think that's something that is almost like tacos, right? Like if I'm getting tacos to go, let me construct them at my home. Don't construct them for me. By the time they get here, they're a mess. Uh, arepas, same situation. Right. Yeah. Um, I was, we'll say for Guasaka, I was surprised that I've had their stuff before and I really like some of their other stuff, but their signature uh, chicken and avocado just, I, I think was close to their weakest. I did dig through the one of the arepas and got their beef, which is yeah. obviously like a barbacoa type thing. Yeah. Um, which is very good. Uh, yeah. But it, you I know, that was I, was, my favorite. I was like digging through eating it with a fork. Right. Um, yeah. Again, really do appreciate the order Spencer. I think it's probably a really good restaurant. It just, Seems like maybe it sat a little long before Perfect it got to possible. Me. But you did get me a soda, which shout out to you for knowing I like to have a soda with my meal. That's a that's a real that's a real BFF move. And uh, a dessert, which was like a vanilla pudding type thing or something, uh, which also hit the spot. But it came in such a thing that I was pretty sure it was a sauce for a while. So very very close to ruining a yeah. chicken nugget by dipping it into my dessert. <laughs> <laughs> or finding a new new favorite thing like you never know yeah it could be like a french fries and milkshake situation yeah i don't know yeah. um but yeah that that was it i definitely got a good dinner out of it but there was zero th- chance at leftovers right because it was already like uh, already kind of sat too long so there was no there was no chance at a leftover. i mean you're speaking a language that i don't think spencer understands no, no, no. I would eat those regardless. We, it's, it's a diff, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's no problem that the original product is ruined. It's a whole new experience now. <laughs> you, you could have made it a fork and knife, like a casserole type thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And ate it. Melted some cheese on it, you know, maybe some tater tots and you'd be happy in the Midwest. It was a strange move from my Grubhub driver though. Cause he calls, leaves a message. Cause I'm, I'm recording with Spencer and says, Hey, I'm here. They don't have a record of it. I call a text, nothing, nothing. And then like, 45 minutes later, it's dropped off. He's gone like the wind. Like, I wonder if uh, Grubhub has an in-app call feature so they don't have to use their personal phone. And like, I don't know how that routes back for a callback. He said, call me back. Oh, well, I'm just making stuff up then. I also marked the order as delivered at 715. So I think there was a certain element of bullshitting going on along the way. Yeah, it was. It may have been may have been made at 715. (laughs) Wasn't wasn't delivered. Um, so yeah, nice thought. I'm not going to give it a very high score though. I don't I don't mean to bash the restaurant. I think the restaurant's probably good if you go there. Um, maybe it doesn't travel so well. Fair enough. I'll say Guasaca um, for the 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 Raleigh Triangle area is pretty elite uh, lunch from work. Um, yep, food. That's what we got. It it sort of like hits the spot. It's you can get one arepa and and be. Pr- you know, full enough for you know BJ too, um, but it's it's or, like legit. 
um, work, uh, work lunch food. Um, and that yes, sounds right. It is not a food that uh, goes particularly well when it's not hot. Um, it's no. got to be piping hot, <laughs> pretty, pretty solid. Um, but I can imagine being cold. A cold arepa is not, not the way you want to go. We had uh, two lab meetings uh, week, one, one week in the next where I think like the, it was uh, Guasaca and Alpaca were the two lunch mm, choices. Alpaca, give it to me all day. Love that the Peruvian chicken. Pretty great. I will say this. I got a theory here about hot sandwiches versus cold sandwiches. Mm -hmm. I think the nature of hot sandwiches are such that they're not going to travel well, pretty much writ large. Because think about what goes into a hot sandwich. It's typically, well, it's something hot, but it usually has like a sauce to it, multiple components, meat, whatever. That that stuff seems to seep into whatever bread vehicle you've got uh, at a higher percentage than a cold sandwich. So if you're just ordering, like, I just need something for like Grubhub that's going to take 30 minutes to get here, I say always go cold sandwich. Uh, so no burgers, uh, bur burgers, burgers can be burger, rough. While a hamburger is a sandwich, I'm not going to get into that. It is a sandwich. I, for the purposes of this discussion, I'm talking, I'm, I'm excluding the hamburger. Okay. Can I raise my hand? Um, no, I, I need, I need to, 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 to bring up a, a massive problem with the theory. Um, generally true. Absolutely. Generally true. Uh, but you need to carve out a big size chunk for a meatball sub. Meatball subs are legit. Uh, but they don't travel well, right? Because the marinara they, they, sauce kills They travel you. perfectly well. I mean, if it, if you over sauce it, right, you've got ton, tons of sauce coming out. It's going to be crappy and messy regardless of where you eat it. Um, and yes, it will seep into the bread. But meatball sub, in my opinion, um, has, is a sub that's pretty versatile to, to be, a, be a little bit chillier. Uh, it doesn't have to be piping hot. Uh, what about a calzone? Again, you're stretching the, you're stretching the sandwich <laughs> thing. I'll oh, say, really, uh, here's where I thought really you were not. going, Levi. I thought you were going with... Uh, a shit like a Philly cheesesteak because I think that travels pretty well. It does, uh, but, but it usually also does the it... cheese kind of. I was gonna say I feel like everything in. a lot of sandwiches that are mostly meat and cheese travel well hot. The ones the the bougier ones I will say like suffer a little bit more. Um, yeah, we're gonna like put like, like a aioli or a, some sort of yeah exactly. So so like I, I would say Koku does a surprisingly good job in prepping stuff for delivery where they have heavily sauced sandwiches, but I feel like a little bit more old school stuff where it's not a very soft sandwich. I would say probably a, a Cuban would probably travel well, whereas a modern take on a Cuban that had some sort of Aeolian slaw would fall to pieces. Cuban travels well, torta, not so much. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I feel like a lot of tortas anyway are kind of a knife and Hot fork foray anyway. Kitchen sink situation. Yeah. In my mind, Lee, you, you already referenced what is probably the product that I think travels the worst tacos. Yes. Delivery tacos never arrive intact. You no. basically just, you, you are now constructing a taco bowl from the vague remnants of what you actually ordered. I also imagine when you say that, Spencer, that you're talking about a hard shell taco. Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm talking about a hard shell taco. Yes, that is the classic <laughs> well, one that totally is not. apart. No, no, but... no one else eats hard shell tacos except three year olds. Like, what, what, what are you talking about, Spencer? Hard shell tacos are great. <laughs> they're not. I, I, look, they're fine. But I was not talking about hard shell taco. But I will say that, also like, they don't also soft shell did not work out that well either. Tortilla, so like a, a flour tortilla, is the closest, is the best you're going to get. Corn tortilla, hot mess, terrible. Yeah, double, that's my favorite way to eat a taco. Double so corn. Of, double uh, yeah, corn double works pretty well. Eh, but it still gets soggy and like messy. 
I think that like what I'll, and a lot of places are going to this and I almost got you food from a place that does this, except it was just, you just live a little bit too far away. Um, is they do the, the basically construct the taco at your house, right? They give mm-hmm. you the tortillas, they give you all the stuff and you do it at your home. Really great place called Bar Taco in Durham does this. Oh, nice. It's yeah. Spectacular. I almost got Heard that for that. you. I know you're really bummed <laughs> because you ended up with Cracker Barrel, uh, but you live too far away from Bar Taco. But I, I think that more places are going to that for tacos. But even if you're talking hard shell taco, do not construct it and send it to me. Not good. I, I don't know, other than Taco Bell, is there a place that does hard shell tacos anymore? Like, is that a thing anymore? I have successfully been able to find them, apparently. Unfortunately, well, you can buy them Mexican at a grocery person. store. Like, you can get like Ortega, like taco shells. I I can't imagine that there are many other brands that actually still produce it. But like, yeah, but BJ, you're forgetting Florida. <laughs> that's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're there there aren't enough Hispanics to like teach people that there's there's good tacos out there and they just aren't hard. Well, most Mexican restaurants have hard tacos that you can get. And it's usually on like the front page Americana, like here's what we're like, get a number three and it's like one enchilada, one burrito and a hard taco, right? Like you have to like go to the yeah. back part of the menu to get the real tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Levi, what did you get? Um, I got a journey is what I got. Um, ultimately. Mm. Um, so around, uh, so we typically get delivery for between seven and seven 30, right? That's, that's sort of standard agreed upon time. Some of us may negotiate separately, do side deals with people and say, maybe need it earlier, maybe later. Um, so I didn't, I didn't correspond with BJ. Um, I just sort of let the dice w- fall where they may. Um, so around six fifty or so we, Sam and I settled down and we're watching a little TV. We decided, hey, let's turn the front light on just to make sure that the delivery driver knows how to find the place. Now that we're out in the the boonies or sticks, as BJ describes it, which I object to, it's more like the proper suburbs, but whatever. Um, and uh, we we settle down and nothing happens for about 20, 25 minutes. And I decided to just like on a whim, let me go check out the front door and just see what's going on. And there's, I look out the front door and there is a, I don't know what size you got, BJ, but I'd, I'd consider a, a, a small pizza, maybe medium, maybe small, but whatever. There so weren't a, choices. A small pizza that's just sitting there on the on the front stoop. No one had run the doorbell. No one had, no one had knocked. Um, no one had, hey. had, had contacted me, BJ. You may have. Um, I I know I forgot to do this with Spencer. Um, I generally try to do this is is put the phone number of the person getting the delivery so that they get the updates. Yeah. Um, and so um, we see the pizza there. Um, it was a actually delicious pizza once we reheated it because it had sat out there for, for quite some time um and so you sent the picture shortly after i got the notification that it was delivered so then that thing was cold in the car because it it, it, it was it was uh it got into a not great state but it was it was a delicious like ricotta um sausage and jalapeno pizza really 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 good um and and you know sam and i's are are, are are, are heating it up and she's like is that it like, well yeah I, I guess i don't guess guess that's it um and i was thinking you know i i expected more from bj i'm actually not opposed to not getting more but is what it is um so we'll have this piece of pizza and and, it, and it'll be delicious um and we're sitting there eating um and the doorbell rings uh and so roughly 10 minutes later we get a second um 
delivery of pizza, which is three pizzas uh, bang, and, a, bang. and a salad. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you intentionally, BJ, put the orders and the sequence in that way to trick us out. Bang, that, bang. That's just, you know, how the gods uh, will do. Um, the, God, the gods provide manna from heavens. I, like it, it was not done that the, way, but it turned out well. Were they the same restaurant? Nope. No. Okay. No, it was true bang bang. Like so the bang bang is one of my favorite terms. And if you don't know what that is where you have a meal, full meal, and you decide to eat another one, just right on top of it. It's a bang bang situation. Um, but yeah, it was a I remember you saying that like sometimes for dinner you just like pick two restaurants, order order meals, and uh, you know, enjoy what came. And I mean so you're the originator, bang, bang. Terry. Uh, so I don't want to don't want to debate you on the definition here, but I always interpreted bang bang as a situation where maybe I want a main from the this restaurant and i want to i want an appetizer from this restaurant and oh god they have great milkshakes this other one so you decide to sort of throw them all together but apparently you mean it in just in terms of getting full meals um so so no that's next gen that's next gen that's that's a bang bang 2.0 that, that qualifies for sure but the the origination is you've had a meal with your buddy like levi you and i we go out for burgers we walk out on the street and we go tacos let's do it that that's where it comes from but the multiple ordering, especially with the food apps, yeah, definitely qualifies. Also great. So yeah, we got a second tranche of pizzas. Uh, this 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 set of pizzas uh, included like a, uh, a Brussels sprouts with, I think prosciutto <laughs> um, uh, pizza, which was pretty, pizza. pretty good. Uh, this is more flatbready style pizza, super thin crust. I don't know if it was formerly a flatbread, but it was on that on that end of the spectrum. Uh, there was like a a chicken, maybe some salsa on there, or <laughs> it was supposed to be Nashville hot chicken, I believe, which I thought was the funniest thing. It definitely wasn't Nashville hot chicken in terms of that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was spicy chicken. It was it was pretty good, but it but it had clearly some some type of salsa on, on there. And the last uh, pizza that came, um, and BJ, you asked me this question earlier in the week. I didn't put two and two together because I'm an idiot. Um, was a Nutella and banana pizza. Yes. Uh, that the the bread there was more of a fried dough than. Yeah. Than, that sounds fucking great to me. Um, so BJ, you asked me whether I, whether we like Nutella. I said yes. Um, here's the thing you didn't know, but was hilarious. Sam hates bananas. I can't stand <sighs> didn't ask bananas. About the bananas. You assume. And I knew about mangoes. And I, I just didn't oh, know that Sam, that she very had discerning fruit person. The opposite history that that Doug has with them, so that that's good to know. So like, <laughs> I open it up and 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 she smells like the waft of Nutella coming up, and goes, "Okay, got a little dessert pizza." And then she sees the bananas and then smells the bananas and just goes, "Ah." <laughs> Man, can't can't take Sam to a fruit stand. You don't you don't know what's going to happen there. So I will say that. I had no understanding as to what you were going to get because the the place that you got most of the pizzas from had the option of like pizzas or half pizzas where you could get different flavors. And I assume if I got two half pizzas, what you'd get is like a normal pizza like thing that half is one and half is the other or, or, you know, something similar. What showed up to your house was not, in my estimation, two half pizzas. Um, I would say that they're half of extra large maybe um but yeah um and and i also want to say that i was tempted to get you um 80 worth of food at that place which would have been uh, i think four half pizzas if not like 
three uh, full pizzas and other things. And I was just like, I, I, I don't know what you would have gotten into. Um, and the other options that they had for pizzas were just insane things in the world that I almost sent to you. But I, we had this discussion about getting food that would not keep and and be just over the top um i think it was called uh steakhouse pizza it was steak blue cheese Ooh. fried onions Ooh. and uh like a some something else i don't remember what was the the, the last thing on there but it was intrigued it sounds like an interesting thing in the world but i cannot imagine eating that pizza cold oh no no no, no. i gotta say this you know i talk a lot about what we've all done well in food Here's something we've not done well. The term Nashville hot chicken. Man, if we we screwed that up, that's like the caramelized onions of the food scene. People will say if caramelized onions, that they mean sauteed onions. Say Nashville yeah. hot chicken, they just mean breaded chicken. They put cayenne pepper on. Not necessarily Nashville hot chicken. We've messed that term. Yep. Up. That's fair. And that that is problematic. I mean, <laughs> I will say to the caramelized onion thing, uh, I think that's a that, that's a trick of you don't know how much goes into that. And if we told you, you would never make this recipe. Yeah. That is, caramelized onions are a financial fraud on the scale of Bernie Madoff, in my opinion. Um, like, <laughs> like, what? Hey, need to have preach. an attorney general in every state yep. open up investigation of this nonsense right. about caramelized onions. <laughs> I know how long they take. You don't have those bitches around. You just, you saute them a little bit. Um, like, this is ridiculous. Are there some bitches brown? Not caramelized. I, Spencer, get on it. Um, if you put that as your as your 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 sort of your your platform uh, for running for judge, absolutely. I mean, instead people. of being the Onion Knight, you'll be the Onion Lawyer. We've messed that up. We've messed up caramelized onions. We've messed up Nashville hot chicken. Um, man, I, that's a shame that she doesn't like bananas because I feel like a banana Nutella. What did you think of it, banana Nutella pizza? It's delicious. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, banana and and about anything. I, I think bananas are, are fantastic. Um, they're very versatile fruit to throw on with uh, sort of fatty spreads, right? A banana and, and a peanut butter. Get out of here. It's World great. class. It's great. Throw a couple of raisins on there and take it to the next level. Let's do it. Go, go wild. Um, but yeah, so, so BJ, I've got quite a bit of Nutella to consume <laughs> over the next couple of days. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you'd be alone in this, um, but, you know, it turns out that way. Um, how do you feel about the... I think they usually call it like Elvis sandwiches, which is like, uh, I thought it was Nutella and like bacon and honey or, or, or something like weird like that. But it's definitely like savory and sweet and and sort of all those things in it together. Uh, um, peanut butter, banana and bacon sandwich. Okay, it's peanut butter. Sorry about that. I was about to say Nutella doesn't seem like a thing that a, a man came up in the 50s and 60s would be eating. That seems... A little bit ridiculous. Yeah, well, maybe like in France or something. Hey, I had a question for the group. Uh, how do you reheat pizza? I'll start with Spencer. Spencer, you get a pizza, you need to reheat it. What's your What's your method? Uh, most of the time, I just don't because I'm lazy. But so let's say I'm in the mood to. Uh, up, I set I set the oven to three twenty five through fifty, and just wait till I start to see the cheese bubble. Okay, oven. throws it, bakes oven. it in the oven, bakes it in the oven. Okay, interesting. BJ, big boy. Uh, I'll, I usually just eat it cold, but but I'll do the oven. Um, and in desperate times when I'm at work, I'll do the microwave, but it, I'd rather eat it cold Microwave's for the tough, most part. It, man, you, your crust, it gets a yeah. ripa-esque, I would say. Yeah, it, it gets real sad. <laughs> uh, Levi? Toaster oven. Um, I'm, bang, bang. 
I've got a, I've got a toaster oven and, and it's it, it's the perfect amount of effort uh, for, for return on investment. Well, I understand that you, if you have a proper oven and you have a large pizza, it makes sense. I just prefer the sort of like limited inflow of a toaster oven. You put two slices yeah. in there, make two slices, and, and if, if you need more, then you have to make a decision to, to reheat more. Terry, are you prepping for the air fryer? Is this what, what's going on? No, my method is so strange. It's almost not even worth mentioning. So I, uh, I, have, I, I use a crepe pan. I have a, I have a pan crepe cook pan. It. And I take, I put it on a crepe pan at low heat. And then I take a aluminum foil and create a top, aluminum foil top. And then I put a teeny little bit of water on the, not near the crust, but on the other side. So there's a little steam situation going. And uh, it's per, it perfectly crust, uh, perfectly um crisp up the crust while not overcooking the top. So that's my trouble with the, with baking it while it's good. You, you could, you know, hit the, hit, hit the mark. Well, it, for me, it tends to overcook the top of the pizza. So Terry, can you, can you talk me through the journey uh, of, of how you discover this method? Uh, it's just the out and Brown, like special, like this seems like very in-depth. Yeah. So um, I, I went, so I, we got crate pans when we got married. And I quickly discovered that crepe pans are like one of my favorite things in the world. They're perfect to cook eggs. They're perfect to heat up things. It's almost like a ba- basically like a little griddle um, that you have. And m- mine are the only pan I've ever had that are truly nonstick. A lot of pans say they're nonstick. They, these are truly nonstick. I've never had anything stick to them, uh, including like cheese. Cheese won't stick to it. Uh, so I, I use them a lot. But I went on a YouTube spiral of like these YouTube food people. Like uh, Strictly Dumpling is one of the guys, uh, Sean Evans with Hot Ones. Uh, there's a whole mess of these guys that uh, do YouTube like food-esque shows. I wish to God I could remember which one, but one of them said, if you're going to heat up pizza, you do it on a, like a, uh, like a pan uh, with the aluminum foil top. Me, big brain that I am, uh, you know, of course, using the, using the crepe pan situation. That's how I got there. But it is, I, I will, I will say while it is odd and not most people can't replicate it. Best way I've ever seen to heat up pizza. I respect all of your efforts and your means of doing them. The problem for me is I i don't think there's been a scenario in the last like four times I've warmed up pizza where I was warming up less than four slices at the same time. So it's a one slice situation. I agree. Uh, you got to put the I, elbow grease into it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not hiding I'm that bulk. I'm here to do bulk for two people at once. I don't have, I don't have time to waste around for one slice at a time. I know you're a busy man, but uh, in my house, we got a little bit of time. So we do one at a time. Spencer, if I got you an electric griddle, you could do all of the slices that way and have a, a, uh, a serious pancake making revolution. Okay. Are we going to get him an electric griddle? Okay. Let's pull the Amazon. Up. I, I do not need more things. Please do not six send feet? me more things. BJ, six feet long. Do you think that would work? <laughs> I mean, I think it would. I, uh, going on the, the roof. Whole, that is the yeah. only place to store it. Cover the whole oven. Okay. All right. Let's get that ordered here. Florida. I, do, I neither have a basement nor an attic. You cannot keep sending me things. One day shipping. I mean, you have a storage facility, so like we can keep sending you things. It's fine. I don't want to store. No, no. Is there a way no. to order if, Amazon? Spencer, collect? if you're not maximizing your storage facility, you're just wasting money on it. It has enough in it. It is fine. I don't need to get another storage facility. I don't want to have to upgrade to a larger storage facility. Spencer, you just need to find a place a little bit further away where land is cheap and build your own storage facility where you can rent out the other area for it and make money rather than lose money. South Florida, unless I want to wrestle with alligators to get my newspaper in the morning, that's not an option. There is. It sounds like you have security built into your new facility. I like. I don't see a problem with it. 
If the security is an equal threat to me as it is to the rest of the world, it's not good security. I'm I'm, I'm hearing moat problems, not not functional problems. <laughs> Who would have thought that the term we would have? Hey, Spencer, you're going to resist this in your life, and you're going to say you don't need it, and you're too of all this stuff, blah blah blah. If you had a crate pan, you would use that motherfucker. You would love uh, a crate pan. I think he'd I'm love a griddle. Like I think of all the people on this call. You yes. would use it most regularly. I, th- I completely agree. I think it's so versatile. It would be like a one-stop shop for you. I think you'd use a crate pan often. I think we all have a vast category of things that if we had them, we would use them. But we don't need them and we don't have the space. And See, that told you very much falls in that category. It. I knew he would, but you'd still like it even though you're grumpy. Yeah, you would of like course it. I would. It makes several things that I cook easier. Great thing for an egg. Shout man. Great, perfect for an egg situation. Uh, Spencer, we have yet to hear your, yes. your food journey. Yes, what'd you get? Uh, well, Levi very helpfully asked whether I had any particular requests. And the only, I think the only instructions I gave you, Levi, were 715 and veggies for Bridget. I think that's all I told you. Right. Um, and you sent me a collection of very quintessential tasty Greek food of where I got in following the veggies, a massive overflowing styrofoam pouch of just Greek salad, just overloaded with it. Um, a kind of, I guess it was like a hamburger with extra layers of meat and a very delicious kind of cheese sauce that was put on it. Uh, a, I think full half of very wonderfully seasoned chicken. Um, some sweet potato fries, which are not my taste, but they were well done. Um, and I don't know what this other thing is of where I assumed it was going to, we had a couple of nice desserts. And then there was another dish of where it was a, it looked like it was just a page, a pastry. And I assumed it was a third dessert. Um, until Bridget cut it in half and it was full of cheesy vegetables. And I don't know what that is. Does anyone know what the name of that product is? I am looking up the order just to confirm what it was, but I, th- I mean, it sounds it. like a bureka. Is your meat thing goulash? Oh, meat thing? All Greek to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look out. Well, um, they call it a spinach pie appetizer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, like a bureka or, or yep. there are other similar ones, but those are so dope. Yeah, it was good. One of the things I realized by eating through it, I kind of forgot that Greek, every every possible option of Greek food has cheese. Like the salad had extra, like an inch layer thick of cheese. Uh, the pastry yeah. stuffed with cheese. Burger covered with cheese. The uh, that nice little wrap you get is just eighty percent cheese by volume. That is a Greek loving form. That is a very cheese loving form of cuisine. I'd say. A lot of the food that transferred over is, is cheese heavy, but like when I think of Greek food, I don't think of cheese heavy things, no. which is interesting. Maybe that's like an Americanized thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that the, um, the, um, the Euro uh, had cheese in it. I mean, maybe a little bit of feta, but I, apparently yeah. they, they decided to go full, full Florida and just slather the thing. That's, the, that's actually not, doesn't sound too good to me. I haven't eaten the Euro yet. I'm curious to try, but everything else was quite tasty. It was wonderful Greek salad. I haven't had one of those in a while. And yeah, everything else was very fresh, very well delivered. You commenting on the idea of sandwiches not delivering well. The burger was perfect in terms of it, what state it was delivered in and wonderful mix of flavors on it too. The Greek burger reminds me of uh, Hector's for some reason in uh, Chapel Hill where they'd serve burgers in a, in a pita with... Mm. Yeah. Whatever place, nonsense you wanted on it. That place, like every single other thing in Chapel Hill, gone. gone. Uh, apparently, like the last time it burned down, it really burned down. Yeah. That, that, everything, even if it hadn't, they'd have got the hell, that had been gone. Target, yep. closed store, taco shop, repeat. I, I'm sure Spencer is, is still shedding some tears for Cosmic, but. 
I think Cosmic's uh, still there. That might be the one that's there. Uh, okay. But most everything is gone. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's strange how much that place has changed. This is an interesting this is an interesting pod because like usually we get on here and we say thank you. I think this is so good. Everybody's happy. I think uh, it was everybody had a little something that wasn't great about our meal. BJ had gelatinous like solid gravy. I, I also feel like delivery times have gone up just generally since the last couple of times we did this. And you know I don't know what the I mean I think part of Levi's source is he's in suburbia, but suburbia not near like restaurants and stuff like that i would say like i'm in suburbia but not 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 levi yeah. suburbia not, not yeah, the levi, bougie suburbia yeah levi you actually meet the definition of suburbia i've always just referred to the idea that i lived in suburbia growing up but i was still within city limits you are actually in you know a separate suburban town i mean how do y'all I, like, know you where might he have is? a gated have y'all community. been up there like how do y'all know his neighborhoods and shit like y'all talking real knowledge <laughs> Well, because I, I've I've I looked at Google, Google Maps, Maps and tried to find things out about it, like you know, up, I, I, I did really some research. Where he's living. <laughs> I was curious when he threw out his address. I wanted to look at it on Google Maps, see where it was. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So a little little something to be desired from all of us today. Uh, well, not, not the best. I, I I will say I thoroughly enjoyed uh, BJ uh, what you got me. I want to say the rest of you guys need to need need to, to 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 hate the fact that bj just exhausted you your pizza move because that's a solid move in this area a lot of pizza places there yep. are some other restaurants uh they do they do other things i don't know if they all do delivery but pizza is a very common thing so uh he just took away a a, a, a gimme sizable uh, chunk yep who says, who um, says we can't do pizza again i i almost <laughs> I, I will say and, and i did screenshot this i almost sent you a bunch of uh bow and dumplings from this random place but Every review that I found out found was it was either a five star with nothing or somebody saying the insides were brown and weird. I don't know why they call them different flavors. Ooh, they just taste thanks. brown. Ooh, that's a tough and one. The delivery wasn't good. And I was just like, I, as much as it would uh, amuse me to order, I, I think it was like 24 bow and like 60 dumplings or something like that. Like just reviews like that. I just, I can't. Yeah, yeah, but a little bit of those, Spencer, or not Spencer, BJ. Um, like, surely you were thinking a little bit brown and weird. Your eyebrow perked up a little bit. Like, Spencer, <laughs> Spencer and I have to duck out of this conversation. We don't get bad reviews, so we don't even know what that what that is or anything yeah. about bad reviews. Never heard such a thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So. <laughs> okay, anything else we want to cover here? Um, I think we're good. I think we got all, all the food in. It's a good so, time. Okay. Great. Well, thank you all for doing this. It's been a long time coming. We had a long break here at the Mango Talks podcast. Hopefully we'll be back with you soon. But thanks everybody for listening. You enjoy our podcast, which if you're still listening, I assume you do. Go to your favorite podcast platform, type in Mangum Talks. We have a bunch of content for you. You will enjoy it. And please subscribe, rate, and review. The rate and review stuff really does matter. Uh, and we read everyone. When I say we, I read everyone. I curate them. I give them to the guys. They think we never get a bad review. It's all great. Mm-hmm. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time.